Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. Right, listen to this. It says, uh, this is in 1 John chapter 2. He says, this is how we are sure that we have come to know him by keeping his commands. The one who says, I have come to know him, yet doesn't keep his commands is a liar. Listen to this. This isn't, uh, uh, in 1 John, they didn't say, I have come to know about him. Do you know what most religion does? It lets you come to know about him. You, 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 you can understand him as a historical figure or, you know, but what the early church, what the apostles were all about is not to coming to know about him, but coming to know him. That is a huge difference. Well, man, I, I, you, know, I, <laughs> you know, I don't mind Jesus. Okay, good. You know, I had one guy say, everybody needs a little Jesus. I said, well, I didn't know he came in small, medium, and large. <laughs> right? It's, you know, it's kind of a one size. He's big. And, uh, but another guy, you know, being all uh, whatever, woke or whatever, you know, you know I, I don't mind Jesus. I don't mind Buddha. I don't mind Confusion or Confucius or whatever it's called. And uh, it's like, that is not, you don't know him. You think you know about him. But if you come to know him, and, and so what happens is we look at this scripture. I should read the rest of it. Listen to this. It says, uh, uh, the one who says I've come to know him yet doesn't keep his commands is a liar. And the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word truly in him, the love of God is perfected. This is how we know we are in him. The one who, rem, uh, who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. Here's what we do in our flesh, just what Paul was saying. We immediately become condemned because, we, oh, we got sin. Uh, oh, we, you know, as if the progression is, okay, I'm going to live a perfect life and then I'll be like Jesus. That's not the way it is. You come to know him. And I'm here to tell you by personal experience, it's not long the works of the flesh become less of a priority in your life than he does. If you try to work it the other way around, you fail. And we've tried in our legalistic mindset, is I'm going to clean up my life. Do you ever, anybody ever try that for a long time, long period of time, and never really succeeded? But when he becomes the very focus of your life, when he becomes that relationship that can be and is very real, then as the process of spiritual maturity takes over, you find yourself becoming more and more like him. But not because of your will saying, I'm going to stop doing A, B, or C. But it's by my choice I say, Jesus, I just want to know you. I'm telling you, you cannot lose. If you try to work it out, you're going to lose. You cannot lose if your priority is to know him. You're sitting here today, your life may be a mess, you're bound in sin, 
I'm going to tell you the only way to become untangled from that mess is not for you to sit there like you've just spooled your, your fishing reel, and there it is. You ever, anybody ever do that? Where it's like, and then you try, you're picking, and no. You, set that down for a moment. Set it down today and say, Jesus, you know, that, you know that's a mess. I know it's a mess, but today can I just know you? Can, can, today, can I, I just see you for really who you are? Not a judge that's ready con, to condemn, but a Savior that went to great extents so that he could forgive. But then, but then what happens, listen to this, and this goes to what Paul was saying, the idea of, of um, imposter syndrome. I was going to say imposterism. Uh, uh, um, is, is religion, right? We put that cloak on, but still feeling condemned. But when, when his light shines through us. But it says, it says that we ought to, if we come to know him, we ought to walk even as he walked. That is huge. That's, that's a big shoe to fill. That we're going to walk? How in the world... Are we expected to walk as, uh, as he walked? And, and Paul said it, it is not by, you know, that I'm going to so perfect my flesh that I'm so clean and pure as the wind-driven snow that now, I, now you know, everybody's going to look at me and go, woo! It has nothing to do with that. When we're filled with his spirit, do you realize the responsibility? It's not, this is the script. I mean, believe the scripture is true. We are to walk as he walked. Well, that, that's just in, in our mind, in our carnality, we think that's just about sin or not sin. No, we're to walk in the power that he walked in. We're to walk in the authority that he walked in. We're, we're to walk in the joy that he walked in. We're to walk in the peace and the absolute provision that he walked in. We're to walk as he walked. We're to have, we're to have the, the, the I, I'm going to tell you something, and I know Jesus had suffered some things in the flesh, but he knew who he was. He knew the mission that he had, and he was not going to be deterred from it. And, and, and some of you, it's a crime, it's a crime. In, if you're in Christ, if you name the name of Christ, for you not to live with that, that absolute sure purpose that he has. Because that's like walking like he walked. And, and, and I'm not saying, you know, we, we throw these Christian buzzwords out there all the time. If you, if you don't know yet, you, you go in a direction and he makes it very, very clear. Clarity comes, as, but it only comes not by you cleaning up your life. Or making amends. How many of you are trying to make amends for past failures? You need to stop. That is a total carnal, flesh-driven idea that you uh, uh, that you're gonna uh, God's gonna love you because you deserve it. That just doesn't happen. It's it's just not reality. I know some of you were were good. What did he do? You know, and, and some of you were absolute scoundrels. But I'm going to tell you one of the greatest apostles in, in, in our mind. But he wrote most of the New Testament. 
What a blessing Paul is to us still today. What, what a calling. But that guy was a scoundrel. He was no good to the core. He, he was over there. He was holding cults over there, stoning my brother Stephen. And, and in the progression of his time, he said, listen, uh, uh, and, and I think sometimes the remorse of our life can drive us, but, but you can't live there and have joy at the same time. But Paul said, you know what? He said, I am the chiefest. This is after he's converted, after he's, you know, been used by God so greatly. He said, I'm, I'm still the chiefest of sinners. God takes the chiefest of sinners and turns his life upside down and makes him a blessing to his body, almost unequaled. I mean, his purpose, and I, again, I, we all just fit in. It's not one above another, but, but the idea of this man that was such a mess and such a scoundrel and all of that stuff, that God turns him around. He could not undo the, the evil but he trusted in the grace of God. So quit trying to live a life of undoing what you've done. You cannot. Can you go back to last night? Anybody here? If you can't tell me how you did it, we can make some money. You know, can you go back a week? Can you go back a year? Can you go back 10 years when you made that stupid decision and you're still paying for it? Can you, can you, can you go back? You can't. So you can today live in regret and, 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 and condemnation and feeling like you're a loser and all of these things. Or you can come to know him and by coming to know him is knowing how he feels about you first. How does he feel about you? Most of you think, not most of you, but some of you think that he thinks you're a bum. And a loser. And not very valuable, but all you're doing is listening to things that have been told to you and curse, curses put upon you by others. And when what you need is to hear the clarity of, of, of a God who loved us enough to roll himself in flesh. And, and, and literally, literally take on every one of my evil deeds, transgressions, thoughts actions, all of that. He bore him on the cross and he destroyed him. And for me, for me to try to do it any other way, that's an incredible evil. Just, I, I'm going to tell you what, if there's one thing that, that is bad, it's when somebody thinks that, it, that they can do it better than he did. What he did at Calvary when he said it is finished, I don't believe he said that in a whimper. I believe, man, he was waiting for the last moment, and it is it's finished. It is a finished, completed, absolutely done deal. Well, he did that for everybody else. Shame on you. He did it for you. Don't, don't, don't belittle. I just, the reason I say he's so good. He's so good. And, and for you not to embrace that goodness is like you taking the water that's all over the place and just going, I don't want that. And then you got your own reasons that you, make, you think you're a philosopher or something. There's no good reason not to embrace him.
And, 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 and as you do, and as you uh, um, come into that relationship, and that you do know him. How, how, so how do, how, what's the progression? First, I, I'm telling you, for me, I'm just tell, I, wanted to, I wanted to hang out with people that knew him. That was the first thing. Didn't really know him. <clears throat> but I, I found some people that they, they knew him, and so I was hanging out. Then I found out some of those people didn't know him as good as I thought they did. <laughs> and that his, his divine nature wasn't expressed like it should be. And, I, and so you got to use wisdom there. And, but, but the thing of it is, what some of you have done, and I was at, we were talking this morning, but uh, everybody's been hurt by a church. I, I'm, there's probably people have been hurt by Gateway. Why? Because we're imperfect, you know. I don't mean to hurt anybody. We don't mean to hurt anybody. I know people have been hurt. But, but the idea of, of uh, um, that, that uh, forgiveness and what God has put in us, uh, uh, when, you, when you experience that hurt, does that mean every church is going to hurt you? You know, some people just, I'll never do that again. I'm never going to trust that, that again. I'm never going to uh, give my heart there again. I'm never going to give again. And, and, and really what you're doing is you're cutting yourself off from God's provision. Man, God's got some good things ahead. I'm telling you, folks, this is just, you could, man, I know the world is crazy. But you have not seen anything yet of what our Savior is going to unleash. Wait till you see what he does. So do you know? No, I don't know all of it, but I do know that he has in the past. And I do know he's absolutely 100% true. And, and, and I do know that he is not idle. And so as darkness gets darker, man, it's gonna, the light is just going to be all the brighter. Where sin abounds, you know what's going to happen? There's going to be more grace. How many is for more grace? Where sin abounds, grace does that much more. There's going to be grace until, until he says it's finished again in our age. But we're not, even, we're not there. Where we are is we, we are called, we're called to, uh, to know him. And then if we, if we claim to know him, then we need to walk. We need to walk as he walked. Okay. I'm almost finished. Listen to this. Those of you that have loved ones that are lost are in a mess. It is completely unattractive when you are bummed out about that all the time. You know, you got, you got a, a child, a spouse, whatever, and, 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 and uh, they're, you know, you're worried about their soul. A friend, whatever. And then when you're around them, then you feel this anxiety of I got to do something or say something or you're depressed because of their condition. That's not Jesus. Do you realize that? That's you. And he's called you to walk as he walked. What, what, what do you believe? I believe that God's already got their salvation worked out. I believe that. Yeah, as much as it torques me to see where they're at now sometimes. I believe, God, you've got, you love them 
more than I love them, and you're going to work it out. And what that does is it releases me to walk in joy. And I'm telling you, if there is a witness they need to see is for us to live in that joyful state where, you know what, your life is a mess and you're making me mad, but I'm going to be glad anyway. I am not going to let your present situation drag me to where you are. But I'm going to allow my relationship and knowing him to lift me to where he is. And then if you want to come along, you come on. And I'm telling you, that's it. He is absolutely, amazingly attractive. His spirit, his attitude, his, his, his kindness, his grace, his mercy, the joy that he just always, anytime when God speaks to you, have you ever had him be freaked out? Was he ever filled with anxiety? You know, all the mess that I've made in my life, he's never even come to me angry. I mean, he's spoken to me very curtly. <laughs> do what I told you to do. Okay. That was very pointed. But any time, any time, when, in the vision that Jeannie had about Jesus uh, taking her face and just the joy that was in there, it's you may think the world's falling apart. You know what? He knows it's not. He knows what's going on. You may think your family's falling apart. Listen, get, a, get, get, get in line with him. And you, let your attitude be changed. Let, become, and you're looking in the mirror into his image. And the Bible says we're changed into that image. But if you look at your problems, if you look at issues, your, your health, your whatever, you're getting old and forgetting stuff, can be frustrating. Or you can look at Jesus, and the older I get, the closer I get to see, not just looking at him in a, in a mirror, but I'm gonna, I am going to see him. So, all right, I don't know where, not even my notes, but I'm done. Stand with me. I have to preach that next week. The difference. This is how we know we are in him. The one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. All kinds of religious ideas that rob us of the reality of walking. Not, not just with him. Listen. And you're going to think I'm sacrilegious. But not just with him, but as him. We're supposed to walk as he walked. We're, we're supposed to be that light. We're supposed to be that epistle known and read of all men. It's us. It's us. You say, oh, you got to come hear my preacher. Why don't you preach to them? And I'm talking not just your boy. I'm just your life. It ought to be your life. They ought to be able to see Jesus in you. No, we're not. No, we're not perfect. And thank God there is always that grace for us. 
that I get up in the morning and say, Jesus, it's a brand new day. Forgive us, and I'm going to pray down us right now. Father, forgive us our trespasses. Us, all of us, Lord Jesus. And I speak this in, in faith, that your blood would cover us right now. And right now, we could be absolutely without anything between you and I. So that anything you wanted to do this morning, you could do. God, anything you want to do with those that are gifted in the Spirit, you can flow through them today. God, anything you, you, you want to do in, in a heart that's lifted towards you, because, because of the blood you shed, we stand before you justified. Oh, come on. If you believe that, lift your hands to him right now. If you believe that, that you're justified right now, that the prayer I prayed in faith was to you, for us. It was for us. My, oh my goodness, come on. I just, he wants to do something right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus, I lift my soul to you, Lord. God, I want those that are here that know about you to begin on that journey of knowing you and then, and then Lord, walking as you walked in this earth and seeing your glory be revealed in our lives. Come on. Oh, God. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, we worship you. Your presence right now. Your presence right now. It's a new day for you. It's a brand new day for you. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Yesterday is gone. Today, 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 Jesus. Come on, if you, if you want to walk as he walked, if you, if you want to be encouraged and just uh, strengthened in your faith, I want you to just come on. You know, we gather up here just so we're, for whatever reason, we pray together. We encourage one another. But step out. Some of you need to trust God. Step out. It's only, it only, it's only through that conversation that we call prayer. It doesn't have to be pretty. It's not. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's conversation that you have with Him. Come on down here and talk to Him a little bit. If you need to be filled with His Spirit, it is a great day. I'm telling you, the river is overflowing. And you can partake of it. Come on, we're going to sing. We're going to play. I need you to pray. I'm asking you to pray. Pray for yourself or pray with one another. But don't leave here without touching Him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.